Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Ashes. The Star-Spangled Banner rings across the SEN airwaves. Welcome back to the overnight crowd. SEN, your home of sport. Also, Bestiardi here with you. The hour of power is nigh. It is well and truly here. And Chris Perkins, our man in the US, joins us on the line like he always does in the final hour of the overnight crowd. Chris, good morning to you, sir. Now, one of my favourite, one, one of my favourite lines in a movie comes from the movie The Longest Yard. Uh, and, and it's real simple. I got I got to try to hit the accent just right. I am glad you're her back. <laughs> I don't let you stand you. <laughs> well played, sir. Welcome uh, back, Polly. Thank you very much, mate. It's uh, it's good to be back, sir, and uh, good to hear your voice as well, mate. Uh, how, how have you been? Uh, not bad. Uh, doing the same as I always do: working, 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 and working. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, always. That, that's life. And I just and I just keep counting down the days. Mid-August yep. will be here soon, and then I get a nice holiday. Beautiful, beautiful, a nice long holiday. Lovely. You you know the advantage. You you know how nice holidays are. You just came back. <laughs> yeah. How was how was London? Amazing. Uh, yeah, one of the it, it was one of the better experiences I've had. Not just from a sporting. Uh, perspective, but from a cultural perspective as well. Uh, there are a lot of similarities to Australia and Melbourne, but uh, yeah, it's just it's a completely different lifestyle out there. Uh, and yeah, it was it was amazing to to get on Arsenal Fan TV as well. Uh, did a little show with them uh, with uh, with Big Don Excellent. Robbie and uh, and and uh, a man who's become a, a very good and close friend of mine now, Lee Judges. Uh, so it was, uh, the match day experience, uh, Chris, let me tell you, absolutely amazing. One of the, one of the best, I think it was probably the best sporting experience I had. And, and it was a game that, well, not that it didn't mean anything, uh, because it was a big celebration of the season. I know Arsenal didn't end up winning the league, but a nice stepping stone in the right direction. And, uh, the crowd was amazing. The atmosphere was incredible at the Emirates on the day. Electric. Yeah, yeah, and runner-up in, in the Premier League—that's that's nothing to sneeze at. You know, I said as a Newcastle fan, I'm you know thrilled that we finished fourth and made the Champions League. Mm, okay, mm. you know, after the decade and a half. Of, yeah, but glad you had a good trip. Got to got to <laughs> enjoy the the Premier League experience up yeah. close and personal. I've been to one Premier League game in my life, and, and that was at a stadium that I don't think seen Premier League football in twenty in over twenty years. Hillsborough. No. Well, yeah, exactly right. 
exactly right. It's been a, a long time between drinks uh, for for that particular venue. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I oh, also also went over to uh, the Talk Sport Studios as well, who are of course uh, great international partners of ours. Uh, that we take their yeah. their feed for the Premier League, and we took their feed for the FA Cup uh, yesterday morning. So uh, it was good to meet uh, Tom uh, Tom Rennie, and uh, I think it was Will Marlow or Will Morley. Uh, I think it was Will Morley was his name. So good to meet those two gentlemen. Uh, and I think Tom Rennie actually uh, called the FA Cup for Talk Sport yesterday. So he did a fantastic job covering that game. Uh, and it was uh, great fun. I also got to meet Rangers legend Ali McCoist, uh, which was uh, which was Ooh. fantastic. So, yeah, it was uh, a big feather in the cap, I think. Uh, yeah, very, very – it was an amazing experience, Chris, put it that way. Well, I'll tell you, London is one of my favorite cities in the world. I was just there uh, about 11 months ago. I, I love going to London. I, I've been there three times now. I cannot wait to go back. So mm. uh, it's, it, it is a, it's an amazing city. And, you know, the way I find it as an American, I don't know if you find this the same way as an Australian, London feels close enough to home that you're comfortable but just foreign enough to be exotic. Uh, that's actually the perfect way to describe it. <laughs> that's the perfect way to describe it. That, that's how I feel about London. There, <laughs> there's so many similarities between the U.S. and the U.K. that that you feel comfortable you feel comfortable in London as an American, but it just looks a little bit different and yep. it's unique and it's not something you're totally used to. And that's what makes it even cooler. That's a that's a brilliant way of summarising. Uh, that's a brilliant way of summarising London. Brilliantly put, Chris. Brilliantly put. Uh, shall we get on to uh, your neck of the woods and what's going on with uh, NBA and NHL? Shall we start off with what are we starting with? NBA finals or Stanley Cup? I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll let you pick. Uh, let's go. Uh, and they get their second home game. They've got uh, they've made sure that they penciled in that first game. They've got their second home game tomorrow, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. Uh, well, uh, look, it didn't surprise me that the Vegas Gold Knights have got all the way to the Stanley Cup playoffs because they're, they're pretty good throughout the throughout the regular season. But the Florida Panthers have got all the way there. Yeah, and the Panthers have been absolutely on fire. Now, I will tell you, I watched the in the last six or so years uh, doing this. Knows how much I love my hockey, how much I love the Stanley Cup playoffs, and how much I revere the Stanley Cup itself because it's the only trophy in professional sports I've actually held in my hand. Well, they, oh, that's, that's okay. amazing. So, so for me not to watch a Stanley yeah. Cup final game... Sheesh. There, there has to be something important, something else more important on it. We'll get into that later. Okay. Uh, right. But yeah, the, the the Florida Panthers. You think about how hot this team has been. You know, after going down three one to Boston in the first round, which everybody expected that to happen, because Boston was the all conquering team in the regular season this year. Uh, Florida had won eleven of their last twelve hockey games. They they went three in a row against Boston. They knocked Toronto out in five. And then knock out the Carolina Hurricanes, who were no slouches this year. No. I mean, they, they won the Metropolitan Division title. They were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Florida not only took care of them, they swept them yeah. in the Eastern Conference final to, to get to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, they, they've been riding a hot goaltender. Sergei Bobrovsky had been absolutely white hot the last, I'd say, about five weeks. 
uh, of hockey games. Uh, kind of cooled off last night, giving up five. Well, giving he gave up four. The fifth one was an empty net, mm-hmm. so that doesn't go technically against his record. But kind of a rough night for Bob last night. But uh, uh, for for Vegas, it's just it's a case of just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, the the offense has been sound. The defense has been sound. Last night, third period, they go into the third period tied at two. Get a couple of goals. They're up 4-2 midway through the third and just kind of put it on cruise at that point. Just lock down the defensive end. Uh, keep the puck away from, from your goaltender, Aiden Hill, uh, who, by the way, is the fifth goaltender the Vegas Golden Knights have used this season. That, that's how that's how difficult it's been for Vegas in, in goaltending this year. It is, they're down to their fifth guy, and, and he may have his name on the Stanley Cup. Crazy, crazy to think about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Vegas just gets the job done in game one. Keep all the pressure on Florida. Florida really want, would, would love to get a split in Vegas. Go back home 1-1. That's the best they can hope for now in Vegas. You know, they go they go to Florida up to have home ice advantage. Spot on. That, mm. you know, even, if, even if you lose both games in Florida, at worst, you're coming back home for game five. To your to fortress known as T-Mobile Arena for, for Vegas. So yeah, they put themselves in a really comfortable position going into Game Two tomorrow night. Mm, no, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, so big, uh, big set of uh, fixtures to come up in the uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So uh, again. Uh, game two will be uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. Let's get on to the NBA finals, uh, shall we, Chris? Uh, Denver and Miami going head-to-head. Who would have thought Miami got all the way? Uh, they've gone all the way to the NBA finals. Uh, Denver was uh, was clearly the pick of the teams uh, out in their conference. Uh, they were able to uh, get in from Nikola Jokic. Uh, but Denver getting the job done in game one, 104. It's been another incredible season from Nikola Jokic. Uh, but Denver getting the job done in game one, 104 to 93 over Miami. And Nikola Jokic, well, shock horror, Chris. Uh, another triple-double. <laughs> yeah, another triple-double for, for Joker. Well, uh, we shouldn't be surprised by this. He's averaging a triple-double in the playoffs. Those are his averages. He, he leads the team in points, rebounds, assists, and blocks. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Mem- memo to the NBA. Nikola Jokic is really, really good at basketball. He's in very case good. nobody noticed. He's really good at playing basketball. And you wouldn't think, I mean, the, the joke is, you know, the, the dude looks like he is sucking wind on every play, <laughs> but he is involved everywhere. The man does not look like he is an elite, world-class athlete, but don't let the look fool you. That man can fall. He's just an incredible basketball player and has all the tools. He's got the handle. He's got the passing. He's got the shot. He's got the inside game. He can rebound, and he can block, and he can defend the paint, and he can defend the three-point line. This man is quickly becoming the best player in the world mm-hmm. in basketball. It is a scary. It is going to be a scary thought watching him next summer in Paris. For for anybody who has to play against him. 
Absolutely no doubt. I think Chris might have, his line just might have cut off there. Chris, uh, give us a buzz back there, mate. We'll try and get that uh, line back up and about. But uh, we'll take a break and get more in, get stuck into more of the uh, NBA uh, playoffs and finals between the uh, between the Denver Nuggets uh, and the Miami Heat. I think we might have got him back on the line. Chris, have we got you back on the line? Yeah, there I'm we back. go. Sorry I'm about that. It's going to start acting up. On me. <laughs> no, we should we should be okay. Now, just just before we get to the break, uh, we'll, well, we, we'll we'll quickly just go through uh, what's been happening in this uh, NBA Finals. Uh, but you know, obviously, Nikola Jokic, yeah. we, we've been speaking about him, and he's going to be a headache, of course, for this Miami defense and the Miami offense as well. And it, it really wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I think Miami might have had their final series against Boston. I think they peaked in that particular series. Um, it, it, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Denver just do a sweep and, and clean this up with a four zip, to be honest. Yeah, it, it wouldn't totally surprise me either. Miami Miami made the mistake of letting Boston get back into that Eastern Conference final. Yeah. That series should have been over a week earlier. Mm, mm. It, it's that simple. Miami's up 3 nothing. Game four on your home floor. Take care of business. Correct. Don't screw around. Let Boston win game four. Go home, win game five. Go back to Miami, win the miracle in game six. And then, you know, wind up, you know, from going, being up three games to none to having to play a game seven. Quit screwing around. Just close the deal out a week earlier. Get some rest. Miami has to be gassed. Okay. Because they played the they played the three extra games. I, I I'll say Boston. Okay, they get game four and then you know lose game five. So there's a couple of extra games in there that Miami had to play at a bare minimum. And then on virtually no rest, there's three days between the end of the Eastern Conference Final on Monday and Game One of the NBA Finals on Thursday. Miami had to go from. South Florida from Miami. They had to fly to Boston, play that game seven, and then they had to fly to Denver mm-hmm. and try to get acclimated to the mile high altitude. While Denver's been, you know, as I like to say, sitting on the beach sipping mimosas for the last week. <laughs> exactly. Just relaxing, recovering, you know, doing some practice. And for a few minutes early on in game one, Thursday night, Denver looked a little rusty, but it didn't last long. The rust did not last long, and that was my biggest concern going into game one. I thought it was going to be more of a game um, in game one than it actually was for a lot longer. Mm. Uh, But Denver wound up shaking off that rust to be an off for a week plus uh, pretty quickly, had a comfortable lead. They were up 21 in the fourth. And then kind of put it in cruise control. So if you want to nitpick one little thing about the Denver Nuggets, uh, was them closing out that game. Miami, they fought back, but every time they get it down to about nine or ten points, Denver get a bucket, get a stop, get a bucket. And it's back out to 13, 14, 15 points. Every single time Miami made that little run, they never could get it inside three possessions. Than uh, Miami could. That once it got down to to that nine ten point range, three or four possessions. Mm-hmm. At that point, that's when Denver said, "Okay, let's hit the let's hit the accelerator a little bit. Let's get that lead back after fifteen. And that's exactly what they did in that fourth quarter. So, uh, game two is uh, later on tonight. Tips at uh, tips about eight hours from now, Correct. actually, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, out in Denver. So, uh, 
Yeah, we'll see if Miami's got a new game plan. Do they? What do they do? <laughs> How do you um, stop Nikola Jokic? You can't. He almost can't. <laughs> well, listen, Nikola Jokic had 27 points Thursday night. He shot the ball 12 times. The man was a facilitator. So what do you do? What do you do? Because everybody else was, you know, open. Okay, everybody else had their shots fall on Thursday night. So what do you do? Do you guard the other guys hard and let Jokic get his? Or do you guard Jokic harder and hope the other guys' shots don't fall like they did on Thursday night? I don't know what the hell Eric Bolster did into with, with the game plan in game two. But it's almost a case of, it's your poison. Yep, exactly right. Either way, it's going to kill you. Yep, exactly right. That's how it feels at the moment uh, for the Miami Heat and anyone coming up against Denver uh, at the minute. And again, uh, that game uh, will come up 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Time this morning. Uh, Chris, let's take a break. And on the other side, I reckon you might have a little bit of a grin on your face because your St. Louis City Soccer Club going quite well in the west of the uh, MLS. So we'll get onto that on the other side of the break. It's the hour of power here on SEN, your home of sport, the overnight crowd. The Run Home with Andy and Gazy. A big run home coming up after three. It's a, it's a great day, Monday. There's a lot going on, of course, as we unpack everything that took place across the weekend. And we do that in two forums in mm-hmm. particular that, uh, that we love participating. Pops Rocks. And, Rocks. and the other one after four o'clock. Uh, Monday Matters, of course. When, when, we're jo- when we're joined by two superstars. Julio mm, in particular. And Sammy comes in and gives a little chop out every now and again. Join us after three. Berwick BMW Service Centre. Book a same-day service at Chadston Toyota and get the full package, including a wheel alignment, including safety check for $110. SUV and 4x4 vehicle services, $320. And sm- Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. National Tiles has just landed from Spain, a magnificent range of super-large atmosphere floor tiles. Our introductory price on these magnificent $80 floor tiles is an unbelievable $59.95. That's right. Save over $20 per metre on these magnificent 1200 by 600 Spanish floor tiles. But you'll have to be quick to save over $20 per metre on this exclusive introductory offer. So rush into National Tiles now and save. Profiling Australia's sporting greats on and off the field every Sunday morning at 10am for Tobin Brothers Celebrating Lives. Join me, Sam Edmund and very special guests on This Is Your Journey. 10am Sundays on SEN for Tobin Brothers Funerals Celebrating Lives. Imagine asking the bank for a better rate on your mortgage. Even better, imagine getting someone to do it for you. At checkyourrate.com.au, that's exactly what they do. They'll make sure you're getting the best possible deal from your bank that could save you thousands. Simply visit checkyourrate.com.au and fill out their one-minute calculator to see how much money you can save today. There's no fees and no catches. Just a better deal on your home loans. Visit checkyourrate.com.au today. In the walls and on the roofs of houses and businesses all over Metro Melbourne, Yarra Valley and Mornington Peninsula, you'll find Crowls Electrical and Solar electricians going about their business. And they don't just service, supply and install air conditioning and solar power systems for both domestic and commercial customers either. They also do batteries, EV charging and all general electrical work. And Crowls Electrical and Solar strive to offer the best service around. 623. NHP are your local trusted number one choice for everything a Sparky needs. NHP electrical products are available from recognised electrical wholesale stockists with service-ready levels of key products. With NHP's range of globally sourced best-in-class products, you can think global, trust local. When you buy NHP, you're buying 100% electrical wholesaler stockist or nhp.com.au. 
The Sale Greyhound Club, home to the region's award-winning Greys Bistro. The Sale Greyhound Club, home to one of the most popular sports bars in Gippsland. With AFL, horse racing, cricket, basketball and more on the super screen and including over 50 sports screens. Basketball dreams. Just like Jock Landale, born in Melbourne, Landale secured a scholarship to St. Mary's College in America. He won bronze with the Boomers at the Tokyo Olympics and an NBL championship with Melbourne United in 2021 before joining the Phoenix Suns in the NBA. Hoop City, Australia's most advanced basketball training academy and facility catering to future basketball stars. Visit hoopcity.com.au. You're listening to the Overnight Crowd for Tobin Brothers Funerals, celebrating lives. Overnight Crowd, SEN, your home of sport. Paul Sebastiani here with you as we uh, continue to uh, trundle our way through the hour of power with our man uh, Chris Perkins, who, of course, stays on the line. Uh, now, we've got MLS uh, to get through, Chris, and... Uh, well, you're a happy chappy because uh, St. Louis City Soccer Club in its inaugural season, uh, 14 matches played, top of the Western Conference, top of the world. Back back at the top of the West, we slipped off the top of the Western Conference mountain for a little while, had that little slide in April and May, and we were thinking, okay, reality setting in. After this 5-0 to 5-0 start uh, to, their, to their history, losses, had a draw in there, and you felt like reality was setting in. Oh, they have turned it back around. After after the dual games in, in uh, Chicago, uh, where they lost the U.S. Open Cup and then in MLS play, mm-hmm. they figured something out back on back on their home, home ground at City Park because they're on a three-match winning streak. They've scored 10 goals and conceded one in the last three games. And we're talking about wins against a, a resurgent sporting Kansas City, uh, victory over Vancouver, and now last night, 3-0 win over Houston. Um, you know, the, the latter two um, in playoff position, teams in playoff position, and like I said, Kansas City is surging. They, uh, they uh, went to L.A., Played to a 1-1 draw against LASC. Uh, played to a 1-1 draw up in Vancouver last night as well. Uh, sporting did. And that was a game they led for most of it. Mm. Uh, so it, it's been a very nice run of form. They, they've hit on their lineup, it, it looks like. Um, they they try, had to figure some things out since Joao Klaus has been out. And he's actually Correct. still out. Yeah. He's missed more than a month now. Yeah, with the quad but strain. Last three games. Yeah. The, the last three games, they figured figured some things out. They shifted Kyle Hebert over to left back from center back, and that's worked. The defense has been solid. Roman Berkey, well, he's Roman Berkey. He's a brick wall, mm-hmm. um, and you know he, he he just brings out that confidence in the back line that they know even if everything goes to hell, Berkey's going to make the save. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty much the way it's been the last three weeks, and up front it's been it's been the the same chaos they've generated they generated in the early part of the season uh, with the high press, forced the turnover, and once the turnover is forced, march it forward, get the ball forward, and in into the opposition box, and it, it, it's been working the last three weeks. I'll tell you that Sporting Kansas City game three weeks ago. 
I, I, I wish I had been there. <laughs> because watching it on television did not do that game justice. It was a 4-0 final for, for St. Louis. And I'll tell you, just hearing it through, the, through my iPad, that 22,000 crowd sounded like about 60,000 against Sporting. Because as, as the goals were flying in and got later in the game, the crowd just got louder and louder mm-hmm. and louder. In mm-hmm. fact, uh, the return game is uh, September 2nd at Children's Mercy Park over in Kansas City. Uh, me and uh, a guy I like to call my brother from another mother, uh, we are hopping in a rental car. We are making a road trip to watch a game on enemy soil Labor Day weekend, early September. We've already got the tickets sourced. Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely. So you got to bring I, the boxing am, gloves too. I'm looking forward to that. I hope not. <laughs> I hope I don't have to. I, I do actually. I do actually have some MMA gloves in in the truck <laughs> uh, from, a, from a Halloween from my Halloween costume last year as the Undertaker. Oh, they... I have the MMA gloves still in my truck. <laughs> no, no violence. No, pro- no promoting of violence on the channel. No promoting of violence at all. At all. No, 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 no. Defensive only. Defensive That's correct. Only. That's correct. I, I, I won't, I won't throw the first punch. I'll be more than happy to throw the second one. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Just say it. Dearie, dearie me. Uh, I, I, what I will say is, and just, just to go back to what we were saying about how, uh, how St. Louis have had to sort of change the magnets on the whiteboard and figure out different formations and, and figure out how they were going to get their way through without Joe Klaus uh, in the team. I think it's a big feather up to play a certain... Oh, absolutely. And, and it'll, be a good, it'll be a good problem to have. You know, here's the thing. Bradley Carnell, uh, until the Vancouver game last week, had not used the same lineup in back-to-back games. Hmm. He, he, he'd been doing some mixing and matching, you know, because of injury or because of yellow card suspensions, things like that. Had, had to be shuffling the pieces on the on the whiteboard. Uh, now they've hit on this lineup, and this lineup has stayed healthy, and they've been incredibly productive. Uh, Jabula Blanc, the uh, number six, you know, defensive midfielder. Man, that guy is an absolute terror. Uh, and he play he plays pretty high for he seems to play pretty high for a number six. The the man is like he's like the Tasmanian devil <laughs> from the Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> uh, he he's just he is running around, he is causing chaos. He's getting his foot stuck in and he's not fouling. I a, a lot of these plays, mm-hmm. some of these turnovers that he, he makes they are absolutely inch-perfect tackles. And by inch-perfect, we're talking it's either no call or a yellow card and a borderline red on one of them. <laughs> one that led to a goal against Sporting Kansas City. If he would have missed that tackle by an inch, there's a good chance with New team in, 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 in a league. I think you do need to have those players who do play on the edge just to, just to set a bit of a standard with physicality and to set a bit of a standard that, hey, we're, we're not taking this just because we're the new boys on the block doesn't mean you can bully us. So you do need that physicality. And I wanted to go back to, and I know we, we've made mention of him on numerous occasions, Roman Berkey. I actually think, and as much as, look, you want to centrepiece your squad around maybe one certain player or a certain certain set of players in the team, but I actually think they've centred the squad play 
from where he is in the goalkeeping box. And he's got that experience in Europe. He's got that calm head. He's a very good keeper. I think he sets everything up. That cool, calm, collected mind of his in that back half, I actually think flows throughout the rest of the team. And, and a guy like that will will just breed confidence because, you you know, even if there's a mistake made up front, ball gets over the top, gets gets the opposition out into space and with numbers, you think it, this is not a big deal. We got we got Berkey back there. Berkey's going to make the save. We we know that this is going to happen. And uh, I, he, he is rapidly becoming one of the most popular uh, members of a very popular team in St. Louis. He has his own song, and I got to I gotta plug my guy. Uh, my, you know, like I said, my brother from another mother, Tom. Uh, he actually was the one who came up with a song. So I got, uh, it's, uh, a, I think it's a, cran- it's based off a Cranberry song uh, called Zombie. Okay, right. <laughs> Yeah, and, you know, it's like, he's in your head, he's in your head, Berkey, 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 Berkey. That's how the song goes. And when they when they broke it out in the Kansas City game, my friend was in the stadium. My friend Tom was in the stadium that night uh, as they, the North Bank started singing that. And the broadcasters made mention of it. I texted him in the stadium. I'm like, oh, my God, they're talking about your song <laughs> on Apple TV. It's fantastic. And, and he's like, he was like a proud parent. But, yeah, Berkey's got a song just for him from, from the from the St. Louis City Faithful in City Park. It is, uh, he, uh, it, it's great. And I'm thankful every day to Bruce Bortman for letting him go. I'll tell you what, it's, because I I don't know where we'd be without him. No, I, I, I exactly do not right. know where we'd be without him. In no, the it's, back. it's it's exactly right. He's been uh, he's been a force uh, in the back half for for St Louis City. Uh, and just looking ahead uh, with regards to the fixture, so again that game against FC Dallas uh, has been suspended, so there'll be a, a time announcement for that and when that game is actually rescheduled for. But. Uh, as far as St. Louis is concerned, the next fixture in the MLS looks as though it will be against the LA Galaxy uh, on Monday, 3 a.m. our time here in Melbourne. Now, the Galaxy, uh, they've been uh, they've been on Struggle Street in the Western Conference uh, this season. It could very well be a case of first versus last uh, in the Western Conference. Yeah, it could, it could be. Uh, Galaxy, uh, to call that a disaster... I, I don't think it, there's the possibility they could go in overconfident. Correct. Struggle. Maybe a draw. Maybe even lose this game. I worry about these first versus last games, uh, especially with my team being in first place. Uh, so I hopefully they'll, they'll you know keep it professional. It'll be sort of a short week. It's a weird week for St. Louis. Because they got to get on a plane, they got to fly to Dallas and play 40 minutes uh, of a game that was postponed because of uh, thunderstorms last month. The last time they went down to Dallas, mm-hmm. so they're going to restart that game Wednesday night in the 50th minute, and uh, current score nil nil. Okay, so that has been determined so, for Thursday night, has yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Wednesday night right. actually. Sorry, Wednesday, Wednesday night, night U.S. time. So yep. Thursday, yeah, I think uh, Thursday 10:30 a.m. your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll complete that game down in Dallas, uh, and then they play. 
So every, every one of our league games have been on a on a Saturday night. That's that's what we're used to. So a little bit different schedule. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be on on Fox Sports. It's going to be on Fox or Fox Sports One, or you know on on regular cable beyond the beyond the streaming service that the games normally are on. So it, it'll be something a little bit different. So it's going to be a it's going to be a strange week for for St. Louis City. Let's see him get through these two games. See him hopefully put six points on the board. Yeah, and uh, and just solidify their position top of the Western Conference uh, because you know um, you know you got Seattle there in second. You got LAFC there as well, sitting in third with games in hand on Correct. St. Louis as well. Yeah, uh, they, because uh, LA Galaxy they've had Concacaf Champions League commitments. Uh, that's why they didn't play last night either because they're playing Concacaf Champions League second leg of the final against Leon coming up uh, later tonight uh, at uh, 8 p.m. U.S. Central time. So about eight and a half hours from now is when that game kicks off. So, uh, you know, there's some good teams that'll, that'll be chasing St. Louis, and we're just now almost to the halfway point of the season. Some some teams are at the halfway point. The rest of them will catch up in the next couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. still a lot, to, a lot of room to go, but nine wins, 28 points, top of the Western Conference. 32 goals scored, uh, plus 18 goal differential. All of those are records for an expansion team in, in Major League Soccer, the record set by St. Louis. So it, it has been a success. And you think about last year, uh, bottom of the West to get into the playoffs it was Real Salt Lake, and they won 12 games. Mm. St. Louis is three-quarters of the way there, and we're not even at the halfway point mm. yet. Yeah, very intriguing. There's still a lot to a lot to play in, but now it's just about trying to sustain it towards the back end, and that's always the most difficult thing to do. Even even for the best of teams, even for teams and 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 football clubs that have that have been there and done it all. But again, LAFC have got two important games: one against Atlanta United, and then another one away uh, against Houston Dynamo. So uh, I'm sure you'll be keeping a very very close eye. Uh, on what LAFC uh, are going to be doing over the next uh, next couple of weeks. But just before we get off uh, the round ball and get to a break, uh, CONCACAF, uh, we've got uh, some action going on uh, with regards to uh, international football. Yeah, I mentioned, mentioned that a moment ago. Uh, second leg CONCACAF Champions League final is tonight. Yep. In Los Angeles, uh, the first leg was in... Uh, in Mexico, at the Estadio Leon in Mexico. Leon won that game 2-1, but let me tell you something. That 2-1 scoreline had a third that was taken off the board for a foul in the buildup. Okay? Uh, he, the, the guy who scored the goal, he was doing his best AFL impersonation because he climbed on somebody's back to get, get his head to the ball, uh, to put it into the net. So referee waved it off, and that turned out to be important because Denny Bawanga did what Denny Belong has been doing all season, scored a goal. To cut it to 2-1, did it in stoppage time um, at the end of that game. So instead of Lyon being up 3-0 and in firm control going into the second leg tonight, it's 2-1 at Mm. halftime of the tie. Going to Los Angeles, it is anybody's ball game for the CONCACAF Champions League uh, trophy. So that I I will definitely be watching that tonight. I will be pulling for M, for an MLS side. I will be pulling for LAFC because uh, you know we MLS has not had a lot of success in the Concacaf Champions League to win back back to back 
There's prize money on offer for that as well, which will no doubt uh, be very yeah. resourceful uh, for MLS clubs. Uh, let's take a break, Chris, on the other side. Yeah. Uh, there's some political drama uh, over in Vegas in Nevada so uh, with regard to some baseball. So let's, have a, uh, let's get stuck into that when we uh, come back from our break and then we'll wrap up the Hour of Power and we will wrap up overnight uh, for another night and morning Monday the 5th of June. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Join me today with plenty of your calls and the wash-up from the weekend's footy on Midday Madness. You call, you get on, plus Sammy Edwin with the latest news. And don't forget to head to the Dwayne's World podcast page for all the highlights, including my chat with Darcy Moore. We appear to have improved. We've added guys into the team who have fit in quickly, which isn't always a given. You know, chemistry takes time to build. I'll catch you today. Commander, the voice and data business communication specialist. Enroll with Kangan Institute. Up your corporate gifting game this end of financial year with extensive catalogue of over 150 brands, including Bunnings, Maya and Amazon. With both digital and physical gifting options, you choose what works best for you. But why stop there? Take your gifting to the next level by customising your gift cards with your own logo or team photo. Stay ahead of the game. Visit card.gift now. Victorian Harness Racing just got bigger with all the exciting action on Trot's Vision. It's an enhanced online platform with every Victorian harness race streamed live. Enjoy exclusive content, the daily form, tips from Australia's most respected racing analysts and more. Trot's Vision brings you all the live action every day at home or on your phone. And best of all, it's free. Lap up Trot's Vision. Lap up the trots. Visit thetrots.com.au. Looking for a career in the smash repair industry? Sheen Panel Service is looking for managers and panel technicians to join our 26 stores across Victoria and a competitive salary. Plus, you'll receive a sign-up bonus of 5K. That's right. Join Sheen's lineup for a 5K sign-up. Apply now at sheengroup.com.au. T's and C's apply. Hot party you've ever seen Ring comes on steady Hot and strong It just keeps on and on Want the assurance of an Aussie family-sized Electric water heater with a 12-year Cylinder warranty? Install a ring Install a ring then accept nothing less than Australia's best You wouldn't operate a chainsaw Blindfolded You wouldn't ride your Dirt bike blindfolded and you wouldn't walk on your roof, blindfolded. Yet too many people dig with a time and never dig blind. Bowman Tiles is proudly sponsoring Test Cricket's World Cup Final by hitting a six with their massive bathroomware catalogue sale. How's this? Vanities, basins, baths, loos and even tapware are all slashed by up to 25% off. Plus, yes, plus, get up to 25% off all tiles. That's another six for Beaumont's. Head into one of over 110 stores around the country and save up to 25% on bathroom wear and tiles. You'll be happy you chose Australia's number one, Beaumont Tiles. Before the siren sounds, we all start on a level playing field, 100% ready to go. Or are we? Have you done your signet power bank check? Your AFL record, your tickets, your food, your drinks, your wallet. It's all linked to your phone. Through the turnstiles, at the bar, in the food line, take it to the Signet Power Bank. The game day ritual this season is keys, phone, Signet. Power every moment with a Signet Power Bank. Available.
listening to the Overnight Crowd for Top. Top. Listening to the Overnight Crowd for Tobin Brothers Funerals. Celebrating lives. Call us anytime. 1300 736 736 or tweet us at Overnight Crowd. Yes, the Overnight Crowd on SEN, your home of sport. Paul Sebastiani here with you. The final segment, final little bit of the Hour of Power with our man Chris Perkins in the USA. We are going to change codes. We're going to go to Major League Baseball, and there is some interesting news out of Nevada uh, pertaining to the Oakland A's. Now, they are having a... uh, Well, it can only be described as a season of hell uh, at the moment. And uh, Chris Perkins, of course, he holds the line uh, to wrap it all up for the hour of power. Now, let's get on to the athletics, uh, Chris. It's, uh, well, it just keeps going from bad to worse, doesn't it? Yeah, the Oakland A's are currently 12 and 48 on 40 games in their first season of existence. So, yeah, the A's are historically bad uh, in, in Major League Baseball. Uh, they're not drawing flies to games, all right? I <laughs> we're, we're talking like 2,000 a game are showing wow. up to the Coliseum in Oakland. It's horrible. Uh, it, it's just miserable. And, and those who are showing up are, are protesting ownership. Oh, really? And, and oh, wow. what's going Jeez, on. Because, yeah. Yeah, the A's, do, they, the, the A's have been wanting a new stadium in Oakland, of course, you know, the new stadiums are expensive and the city will not pony up the money, mm. you know, pony up the money for a, for a new stadium in Oakland. Um, so they've looked elsewhere and they have followed the lead of their uh, their former uh, uh, roommates at the Coliseum in Oakland, the Raiders, in looking at Las Vegas. Mm. OK, so they have an agreement in place to build a stadium on the current site of the Tropicana Hotel on Las Vegas Boulevard, on the Strip in Vegas. Right. 30,000-seat stadium going to cost about $1.5 billion. Mm-hmm. So it's scheduled to open in 2028. The catch is this $1.5 billion stadium needs about $380 million of public funding from the state of Nevada and uh, that, that would give this money to the A's to help build the stadium. Okay. The catch is... The legislative session in Nevada ends tomorrow. <laughs> okay, if there's well, no action on the bill, <laughs> oh God. the A's officially wind up in limbo. Wow. If they don't get any action done on this. Now, the the governor could theoretically call the legislature into a special session, okay. which they did seven years ago to get the Death Star built, to get the $750 million that the state gave for to build the Legion Stadium, the home of the Raiders. Yep. Uh, oh, because me. you know their their lease is up at the end of next season uh, in Oakland at the Coliseum. Wow! Uh, they they could go from being the Oakland A's and before they become the Las Vegas A's, become the homeless A's. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because it's it not a laughing not matter, good. but it's it's they they could be without a great they could be without a stadium. It's it's incredible. It's incredible to think. Yeah. It's incredible to think. And I was just. I was just thinking this during the break. It's incredible to think that the movie Moneyball is made after this franchise and to think where they are now, yep. it's just, it, it is, it re- and I, I don't blame 2,000 people rocking up to a stadium and protesting ownership because it's been nothing short of, as you said, no. historically bad. And it's probably historically the worst it's ever been right now. 
Yeah, for, for the Oakland A's, and, and it's by design, I think. I, I think the A's, I think it's a possum, is considered the worst in baseball. Yep. There, there's a rodent. There's a, I think it's a possum living in the visiting team's broadcast booth. <laughs> really? That they can get rid of. But teams that are paying one or two players more than the A's are playing their entire roster. Wow. All right? It's... It is beyond ridiculous what's going on in Oakland. It's it's totally by design to either get a new stadium in Oakland or to get the hell out of Oakland. Yeah, it would seem you know, that they're, yeah, they're just letting it rot. Yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I mean, the, the Coliseum's, you know, 60 years old, mm. almost 60 years mm. old. It's an old stadium. It really does need to be replaced. It's been it's been a, a horrible stadium for years. Okay, long you know, long before the, these current issues, but you know, uh, it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, the ownership they can't they they it's get, getting played over here. St. Louis went through it. Other cities have gone through it. Sacramento's gone through it with the Kings almost moving to to uh, Seattle. Uh, it, it's happened dozens of times across the country across our sports leagues because major league franchises are big business, big money makers. And prestige items for for cities, and there's only there's only so many of them to go around. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a bit of a well, it's a huge predicament for the A's, and well, they face a, an uncertain future uh, at the moment. But uh, Chris, we're going to have to wrap up there, sir. Uh, always a pleasure doing it with you. It's the first time we've done it uh, since uh, since we've been back from London. So uh, we will reconvene uh, later this week, which I'm looking forward to. But uh, Thank you very much, as usual, uh, and we will chat very soon, sir. Sounds good. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you.